am I going to be able to run? Am I going to be able to run? And yeah. that thought constantly goes, and my habit is to always, I want to, I want to come off that bike flying. Like I love the run. Like this is the thing I, I, I need to do. I love to do. And I had to keep coming back and say like, this isn't about, this race is not about the run. Yeah. Today is not about the run. Today is about pushing on the bike and just seeing what run fitness you have off of that bike. Yeah. 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 And it proves this is, and when you do that and you risk that a little bit, now you know where you stand. Now you know where you can do the work. Hey everyone, welcome back to the YTP, the Yogi Triathlete Podcast, where every week we give you the people who are looking, finding, and living their purpose with the hope, the intention, and the glimpse of wonder that somehow, somewhere, someone will all of a sudden realize that they don't have to be stuck in life, that those things that they dream about are absolutely possible. And I'm sitting here in a very crowded, seedy hotel room with many people who are living their dream and their purpose. And so today is an awesome show. We're going to do, I'm calling it the Ironman Santa Rosa Roundtable Smackdown. We've got three people here that raced yesterday. We've got Troy, who is not only a second timer on the show, he has been on the show in two consecutive weeks. So if you didn't go and listen to his episode last week, episode 63 with Rodrigo Romero Garcia de la Cadena, I yeah. love saying that name. That's, your, that's how I'm going to address you the whole show. Go back and listen to that because it's awesome. We're getting really, really great feedback from it. And you will never look at racing and life without a higher level of inspiration. Right, Troy? Yes. Yes, for sure. All right. And then we have Susanna with us, who uh, we met in Lake Placid at the beginning of our tour last year. Amazing. And we're reconnecting with her now. And Santa Rosa, she did her first Ironman yesterday and absolutely ate it for lunch, as I yelled to her on the, on the run course yesterday. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got Coach Beej, who uh, tried out a brand new strategy. And we'll see how that goes. And then, of course, we have the support teams. We've got Billy Hafferty, Tree. Episode what? What were you? As either 54 or 57. All right. Episode 54 or 57. You may remember him as the all too controversial author of the wussification of Iron Man blog post that came out after Iron Man Chattanooga and really whooped him in the butt a little bit. Right, bud? Yeah, yeah. So go back and listen to that one. That's another actually really good one on how to grow a pair in life. And we have Elizabeth, who is Rodrigo's beautiful, amazing other half, and she is here in the States for a month to spend time with him. And then we have me. I'm Jess. I'm the host, and welcome back, everyone. So we're going to dive in. Anyone who did Ironman Santa Rosa yesterday, you're going to know what we're talking about, and if you are thinking about signing up ne for next year, do it. Just sign up. It opens one beach, October, October, August 5th. We're going to get that date for you, but don't wait anymore. Get your checkbook ready. Get your credit card ready. Sign up. Train with us. Get a whole year in advance. We're going to be back here next year. Be just signing up. Opens We're bringing August the yoga. 7th. August 7th, registration open. So be up here with us. We're going to do a training camp in March in San Diego, and it's going to be like no other. Of course not, because no one's doing what we do, you guys. This is holistic performance. You can't do an Ironman and not have it affect your entire life. So if you're going to be awesome on the course, be awesome everywhere. 
All right, so we're diving in. We've got questions from listeners, but we really want to do a recap of the race. So we are going to start with our first timer, timer, Susanna. Let's see. Let's talk about the swim, right? Yeah, let's start. Well, the the day leading up to the swim and the uh, water temperature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was was some chatter about not being able to have it be wetsuit legal. And there was a lot of talk on Facebook. People were really nervous about that, you know. When, when we get nervous and we get anxious about things, it's, it's really uh, such a conflict within because we're trying to control things we can't control. So how did you feel about all of that chatter that was going on that you didn't know if you're going to be able to wear a wetsuit or not? Um, I really just wanted to know the answer so I could be prepared. And I was fine with it being wetsuit or non-wetsuit coming from a swimmer background. And I, I still wanted there to be a wetsuit because I knew that my time would be would be faster, um, but at the same time, I thought, well, I won't have to, you know, run up that whole ramp without a wetsuit on. That would be great. So that's all I was thinking about. So, but when you showed up that day, you had to wear the wetsuit. Oh, and yeah. by the way, we are talking to the girl who won the Roca Fastest Swim Award <laughs> today. So congratulations Thank at you. that. So how did the swim go for you? It was fine. I, I kind of got down to the start late so I didn't get to start right at the at the front of the pack like I, I had intended so I was really swimming over people a lot um the first lap and, and especially the second lap uh, but it was a nice swim the water I don't know it tasted really <laughs> nice like a clean pond <laughs> water um and it was cool because the water was so warm not quite illegal wetsuit warm but they had the, the mist was just coming off of the water, and you'd get halfway to the next buoy before you'd see it, but it was pretty straightforward. And how were you with your swim time? Um, I was all right. Yeah, a little bit slower than I had intended to, given, I think, the slow start towards the back. But I went 56-something, I think. What Did you have goals for the swim? Yeah, I mean, I definitely was was going for the broken <laughs> win. I, I come from such a swimming background that um, that I hope to have a really good swim and, and be one of the first out of the water. And yeah, did you swim in college? I did. Yep. Did you I swim was, in high school? I did. Yeah. So, what was like the sickest workouts you guys used to do? Oh, my club team had a tradition of doing a hundred one hundreds around New Year's. And doing 100 100s on 110 um, was pretty brutal <laughs> one year. That's my most memorable workout. And it's amazing to think now that I used to be able to do that. A lot of swimmers that I've talked to, they, get, they just get really burned out by all that volume. Did you get burned out and needed a break? Like, how was it come, diving back into Ironman training yeah. with that kind of background? Yeah, after um, – I was a sprinter, which is – which is now like even more crazy to think that I've, I'm doing a super long endurance race. My parents are can't believe that I would do something that's longer than a minute. <laughs> um, and I was definitely really ready. I was I had a wonderful experience swimming in college, and at that point you're specializing, and as a sprinter you're not. The volume isn't as high, um, but I was ready to be retired at 22, and then just swimming a little bit here and there to maintain, and then pick it up a bit as I've started doing triathlons the past couple of years. And then you never lose that stroke. 
Yeah. I mean, I see those people get in the pool. They they could be, and I'm not saying you're out of shape. You're like an amazing shape, but like <laughs> I see that classic person get in the pool. That's like pretty out of shape and they just come in and they've got the most beautiful stroke. Yeah. I mean the classic American figure. Um, so (laughs) how is the contact on the swim? Did you have contact like first loop to second loop? Um, yeah, I definitely felt like, you know, people are, are definitely kicking. If you touch somebody's leg, sometimes they kick back at you. Um, I didn't get punched. I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah. Maybe Troy kicked back at me. We kind of think that you, you, were and, you and Troy were all over each other. Potentially. Did you punch Troy in the face during the. During no, the I shore? don't think I punched okay, anybody. Okay, someone did and we're looking for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's call that a green Posting. cat person. We are the one Yeah, no, I was pretty. I, I don't know. I always seem to just try to go for the clearer water, which probably means I'm zigzagging a bit, but. It was okay. Nice. And Beach. Yeah. How was your swim? You were kind of like all suiting up in your speed suit the night before. You I were was, like, yeah. I'm going to sleep in this and I'm just going to like get up and I'm ready to go. Yeah. I was, so I was looking good and feeling good. You were like, you were, he was standing in front of the mirror for a couple minutes in the Roka suit. I could have been there suit. all day. It yeah. looked really good. It was kind of like, like, me, like, like me in the race <laughs> in Boulder. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. yeah. Last time we had Troy on the show, he was about to race his first um, Olympic and word on the street, although I did get some, um, some proof of it in one of your race pictures that you had your speed suit on on the bike. Yeah. I yeah. pulled up your photo. I was like, you got to see this. Oh, right. <laughs> no, of course not. I was just getting out of the water with the first pack. So I was just like in such a hurry. Like then I jump in the bike and then like a couple of mi- the first miles I was starting like getting out of breath and it's really hard for me to get out of breath or whatever. Like I'm pushing all out. I will never get out of reach. So then I looked down and it was like super tight, uh, like my skin suit. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so Bish, I think he was looking for the same swag, maybe. Yeah, yeah so we do the same thing. It worked for him. Yeah. No. So how um, how was your swim? You were kind of psyched up to not have a wetsuit. And yeah, then... I was kind of psyched up, and then I did use the wetsuit, obviously, and yeah, I I thought I would. I thought I had a. Uh, I was going after the swim. You know, that would, is my strategy for the whole race, as probably we'll get into, but just to go after it. And it wasn't, the time doesn't reflect the, the effort that I put into it, um, or it does, I guess. It doesn't, but, though, because your swim times in the pool, they don't add up to what you did yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so again, this whole purpose is to see, is to test things out and see where I'm at. And I think we just got to throw you to the sharks. you got to get into the open water more. <laughs> literally, the sharks in Southern California. Yeah, <laughs> literally, they're out there. They're like biting people, yeah. Yeah, so, there's been a couple be bites already this year. <laughs> no, but how, so how did you feel? But other than that, I felt pretty good. You know, like Suzanne was saying, it was pretty... There's some spots in there where there were just a bunch of people. Like I was trying to navigate my way through, and then sighting to the buoys, especially on the way back, coming along the shore um, towards the bridge. There was one moment when the sun was rising, and I think it might have been the first or second loop, but it just you could faintly see something in the in the foreground. It might might have been a buoy, but I've been practicing the sighting, so it was like really helpful just to like gallop up and kind of get myself above the water and and. Um, in, in sight but i also did skip that buoy that brought you back into shore yeah. on the first lap yeah. and the kayaker was there like yelling at people like get back you know you gotta go around the buoy you gotta go around the buoy because i guess some people had already gone through who didn't and so i had to like swim back a couple strokes get around the buoy and then come back in but other than that i felt really good on the swim you know i was really calm and 
obviously in the past it's been a, a troubled spot um, for me as far as you know getting a little panicky out there but yeah it's been really good I felt like I had a good experience how how would you um, did you have a mantra out there yeah what was it be relentless Nice. I'm stealing that. From you. <laughs> yeah, that was the word. Somebody who that knows. was the word on the course yesterday. Stealing your looks. Yeah. 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 Watch me when I get my Roka shades. I think, and, oh uh, my gosh, it's a little. No, but it's so. Um, it just, it, it's the. It was the mantra for the day. It was like yeah. just when you're const, you're constantly checking in with yourself to say, "Am I going hard enough?" And then you're like, "No, I've actually like gotten into the comfort zone. Like I'm just cruising along, but push it." Yeah. And then you fall back and then you push it and you, you get into it. And you, it's just that constant like pushing yourself out there. And I felt like that uh, pushed me along all day. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You did well. And I felt like I was a little relentless in yelling at you yesterday too. Like even when he was coming into the finish, <laughs> I was like telling him that he had it at all of you. <laughs> I was like, you have another gear. Like you have another gear. Find it right now. Even if it's just for that last push in, like find it now. Like you have another gear. And that's what you need to keep mm-hmm. moving towards That's your dream. Exactly so you had that. a, I mean, overall, you placed higher than you've ever placed. So you've got Wisconsin in uh, another eight weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll get you uh, recovered. We've already started that. Yeah. Amazing recovery food Green yesterday. Juice. Thank you very much, me. All right. <laughs> Troy, how was your how was your swim experience? Like, did you care about wetsuit, not wetsuit? Do you have a preference? I, wa- I wasn't really worried about if uh, it was wetsuit or not. Um, like Susan says, uh, I was just wanting to know, like, what was it for mm-hmm. to be prepared? Like, yeah. just mm-hmm. take the decision and go. I would love to be swimming without wetsuit. I feel better. Uh, I don't know why, but, I, well, it was fine. Like, at the beginning, I was just getting laid into the lanes. Like, everybody was just, like, ready to go. And then I started jumping people, like, to go really, 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 really to, to the very front. So I was just like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, sprinting out from the bathrooms all the way to the front line. So I just got there. There was a lady by side, like in the, the spectator. So I just asked for what she has like this water. She, I don't know who put her in there, but she was there. So I was just like with my goggles and I was just like no touching the water. And we were on the lane. So these guys, like all the guys were, who were at the front there were like all teammates. So everybody knows them. The so, Everyman Jack uh, guys? Yeah, the Everyman Jack. Probably. So they were like, hey, yo, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, shit. What I'm going to do here? Like, who should I ask? Or, and so I saw this lady and she gave me like water. I put water on my goggles and I just put them on and then boom. The race goes on. Like I didn't have any time just to breathe or do whatever. So no warm up. You didn't do any. No, warm up I at didn't all. do anything. Yeah. I was just like, like this guy sprinted all the way out, and when I saw him, like was just like I'm gonna jump on his feet like as long as I can. So so essentially, your warm up was from the portage on to the front of the yeah. line. Okay, from that's ba- not actually it was from the bathroom to the front line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a couple minutes yeah. right there. I get yeah. the heart rate going, get the blood moving. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. and oh. I was getting my wetsuit on the on the way there like multitasking yeah, yeah nice yeah. you were ready to go so how did your swim go it was good um uh honestly like i didn't like it the second lap on the swim for me it was like super i don't know how if it's right to say it but it's just like super tricky because i was just like moving people um i was like honestly i was just like really worried about like the old guys who were on the back part of the swimming because I, I feel bad, like, if I hit them, like, for uh, for our mistakes, like, I don't want to be hitting people on the swimming, like, even if i just trying to go faster. So I was just, like, careful with that. And then, like, 
like at some points I feel like they were with me like some people jumped like on my feet and I was just like no 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 get out of here so I was just like cruising cruising like pushing cruising pushing cruising and then like in the second lap it was just like so foggy so you didn't see anything like in the front part to catch the buoy so it Mm. was just like surviving pretty much like just trying to guess the directions right so the first lap it was perfect like i love it but the second lap uh, i'm i feel like it really slows down the timing and everything because it was just like bunch of people that you have to be passing 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 and pj you felt that same thing too but you felt like it was different in lake placid what, what do you think was the difference there like i don't know maybe the lake maybe because it's a lake uh, Mirror Lake is like super flat and calm and I mean that's why they call it Mirror Lake but I didn't feel the chop or the confusion as I did in the years that I've done Lake Placid. Lake Placid was I think their two loops is pretty smooth and actually I think they have the pros they go they swim on the inside of the buoys mm-hmm. to allow them different from the age groupers which was pretty cool. That's yeah. good. I yeah. think that's a good tactic. Yeah. To, yesterday for me like honestly I feel like I, I was just like really like paying attention to don't don't be like passing people over them or just like not hit everybody i got punched on my goggles so i was just like surviving on that part yeah so you said you got punched for the first time yeah but like like, that knock you off your center a little bit not really i was just like oh shit happened 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 so i was just like (laughs) keep going keep going keep going it was fine yeah it wasn't like that bad honestly yeah so when it's an age group race like it was yesterday maybe they should have like those er that earlier wave is like an elite swim wave and that second lap you guys get to go on the inside you went on the pros yeah that would be good feedback Mm -hmm. it would actually be good feedback Mm. for the race director second lap was on the inside right yeah 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 Yeah. oh yeah right yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. So, and how were you? Were you swim time? Was that kind of right on where you thought you were going to be? What'd uh, you do? 58? I did 57. 57. Um, Susanna, yeah. Susanna beat you. Yes. I got chicked. On I got chicked. You got chicked. You got chicked. <laughs> He's used to getting checked. He's yeah. training with Rainy. Always. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite of my stuff. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. I, I would really love to go under the 57. I feel like I could, like, I had more to do. But it was, like, really hard to get a pace in the second lap. The first lap, I was, like, I never struggled on the swim, honestly. Like, I never felt like... I was getting out of strength or something or losing form or something. I felt like always in control on the swim. Just those moments when I have to be like taking the the head out of the water just to see where is more crowded or where I should go around or that. Like those pacings for that, those kind of change of pacing. It's I feel like it's really slows you down. And in your training, BJ was saying how he's been practicing in the pool, like with sighting. Do you guys do that in your training? Yeah, we do team? that a lot. And we do also a lot of the water polo swimming. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you said that, you that, were doing that. That, that helping a lot uh, for the like really looking to the people and not slow down or not really slow mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. What about you, Susanna? Do you practice sighting like in your training? Um, only, only a little bit in that I'm, I do most of my, once May hits, I do 90% of my swimming outdoors. And so it's just naturally like, where is the other end of the pond? And then uh, outdoors in a lake. Yeah. Outdoors in a lake. Yeah. California. (laughs) Those are all outdoors. Right. Right. We don't really have (laughs) outdoors. 
<laughs> once May comes around, like in you know, there's two different ponds that we hit, and it's just yeah. a one of them's a mile and a half loop, and the other one's just a mile out and back. And right, it helps a ton. Sighting. Yeah. And the loop one has buoys throughout, so you sight at each buoy. Oh, so that's, that's awesome. What, sighting practice. So where is that in case anybody's listening that lives in that area? Yeah, so that's um, Upper Mystic Lakes in Winchester, uh, and you uh, jump in uh, at Sharon Beach. Cool. Sandy Beach. No, it's Sharon Beach. Oh, boy. Or Sandy it's Beach. going down. Or Sandy Beach. This, is a, this is a smackdown. It's a smackdown. We've got three couples. Uh, or we go to Walden Pond and Concord, which yeah, is a nice yeah. half mile out, half mile back. And then you write poetry. Billy writes poetry yeah. and then reads it yeah. to you when you're done. And you can do a little <laughs> run around the little path. Very nice. <laughs> awesome. All right. And then, um, well, let's just keep the mic on you, Susanna. So, T1, that was something that people were panicking about, too. Like, T1 in. At the half Ironman, they didn't have the carpet all the way up. And so it was just, for me, it was super painful on my feet. Like, really, really painful. I had a ridiculously long trek up there. Because it's a good quarter mile from the end of the swim up to T1. And then it, once you get up to transition, you gotta, do you have to go all the way around it like you did in the half? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you yep. go all the way it's around it. It's a quarter it. mile, and it probably goes up 100 Yeah. Uh, and it was longer in the quarter mile. Yeah. Yeah. So how how is that mm-hmm. trek out of there for you? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, and I I didn't know. I was like, where are there? You know, I know there's gonna be wetsuit strippers here. Are they gonna do this yeah. at the bottom or at the top? And I thought, you know, I really don't want to run up this whole thing wearing a wetsuit. I'm already gonna be very warm. And um, but when you get out of the swim, you just you start running up immediately. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> downtime for that and I was like I get me out of this thing so I kind of pulled to the side and took off my wetsuit oh, and then did. ran to the rest of the way because the yeah. strippers are I think at the bridge right they Under were all the way at the top of this big long yeah. boat ramp yeah 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 um so that worked that worked fine for me and then the rest of of t1 was pretty standard go in get your bike stuff and go out all right, well, then, then let's just keep keep it on you and go right to the bike. Like, was it chilly coming out of T1? A little bit chilly. Um, I was I was definitely concerned that it was going to be really cold, and I, I bought um, a windproof jacket the day before, mm. and then, you know, we've been out doing, you know, we went and did yoga with you guys, and we realized, like, you know, it gets so warm, like, really quick, like, 8.30 hits, and it's, like, boom, sunny, hot, and so I said, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, just gonna go for it with this bike ride, and I was a little bit chilly to start, but then, especially because you're going downhill a lot to start, and, um, but then I warmed up fine, it was, it really wasn't an issue. And how were, how were the road conditions? Because I had said to you the day before that it's, you might need a l- little bit of your New England riding skills. Yeah. Um, how were the road conditions to you on, on the course? Yeah, definitely use the New England riding <laughs> skills. <laughs> there, was, there was just a lot. There were some very, very nicely paved, nice, smooth road parts. And then there's just a lot of um, really old pavement because you're just going through all these different roads amongst the wineries and um so it's just like a little bit um gravel not gravelly but uh rough pavement um so parts where I was as biking is definitely my weakness and so there's parts where I'm okay comfortable and arrow and parts where I'm not um but they'd mark some of the bad parts and 
So you had mentioned something to me yesterday when you were experiencing some pain mm-hmm. on the bike, and I'd like you to share how you navigated that. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, being in arrow a lot, and that was definitely my goal to do as much arrow as I could, and, um, and my neck started to hurt a bit, and that was kind of trickling down my back. And I remember, Jess, you always saying, you know, once you start to feel some some pain or, or um, something going on in your body to take that realization that you're feeling a sensation. And it's going to be how you're dealing with that sensation. Are you going to just say, oh, this is pain, this is hurt, it's bad, or like, this is the sensation I'm feeling and I'm going to move through it and it's going to be okay. And, and um, so I realized, like, you know what, I'm having some sensation when I'm in Arrow. <laughs> and, you know, luckily there's some bumps and I'm going to come out of Arrow here and there and... Um, and that really helped me get through the whole bike with feeling that off and on sensation. And, you know, a couple moments I was like, yeah, is this going to really hurt me running? I'm gonna, am I going to feel this running? And I said, nope, running is going to be fine. Like, I won't, I won't feel any back pain when I'm running. And, and then I was, and I was fine. Yeah. yeah, see, I was saying Sensation. that too this morning. You gotta choose your words really, really careful in this life. Yeah. So we have a question from Matt who posted a question, and I'm gonna ask it to all of you guys. But how did you judge your bike effort yesterday? Did you use heart rate? Did you use something else? Did you even have a plan of what you were gonna do? Yeah, I thought I had a plan, and um, <laughs> Billy and I, you know, we've done a lot of the, my long rides together and thinking about I want my heart rate range to be here, and it can come up to a little bit of this and the climbs, and I was about 20 beats per minute higher than intended for pretty much the whole ride, and I knew, like, coming out of the, you know, out of the swim and especially running straight uphill for a few minutes that my heart rate would be high. And eventually by the end of like literally six hours later, it like got mostly back into a semi-reasonable range. But I always, I, I sort of was like, you know, I, I feel smooth and in control. Maybe my watch is just 20 beats higher off. <laughs> and so I'm just going to keep going at this effort level because it felt fine and I knew I wanted to have a strong bike for me and... Well, you were pretty before the race. You're like, I, I'm going to keep it at 135 for, yeah. for the bike ride. Like, it doesn't matter. And, you know, if it has to go up to 150, 155, a couple places, then you'll be fine and get it back down. And then after the race, she looks at her and she's like, yep, I averaged 155 for the whole bike ride. Yeah. Which means you were like, above. Yeah, 145. Oh, sorry. I was above it. <laughs> yeah. Just, it just goes to, goes to show, like, you know, this is the feedback she's getting and just how you can process um things on the on the on the fly like maybe maybe that's wrong maybe like this is how i feel right now i'm gonna embrace that and and just take it how it goes Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's in that bj talks about that a lot like you gotta be you gotta be flexible with it but you i don't i don't think that you can be flexible with your plan and um True in in truly be skillful about it if you lack body awareness. Right, that's the key thing. That's it's so key. key. It's so so key. We actually have a really good podcast coming up with Lucho, mm-hmm. um, and we talk a lot about this because if you were really stuck on that number, your bike would have been so much longer. Yeah, it would have been so much longer, and then you ran amazing. You ended up placing second in your age group, just unbelievable. So, all right, Beach, 
uh, what was your strategy for the bike? How, well, let's back up. How was your, uh, your exit, your swim exit? I had a great swim exit. Yeah? yeah. I was surprised at the, the width of the carpet, though. Oh, my God. It was like a landing strip. <laughs> well, like, it was like this tiny little, yeah. like, patch. I thought they I were going to carpet. Like, carpet the road. Yeah. Would have, would have it was like down. a couple dish towels put together. Yeah, it was about three feet wide, maybe. <laughs> and, but it's I didn't know where the wetsuit strippers were either. But uh, I just, I didn't, I didn't even have a plan for that. I was like, I guess I'll just see him when I see him. I'm just thinking about that now. I'm not running up the wetsuit. Nope. Uh, well, we talked about that before. Yeah. That was part of the plan. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just got up to transition, got my bag, and out on the bike. It was really, felt really good. I didn't wear a watch. You know, this whole thing, I don't, I don't wear a watch because I just want to go out and race. So I didn't know what my time was. Uh, I didn't know anything. I didn't, actually didn't know anything until a woman said it was 2.45 in the afternoon and then I started like doing some math I know in you, my head as soon as I saw you on the run and you went past and I yelled something at you I realized that what I was supposed to yell at you was the time of day you yeah, were like if you can just let me know what time of day it was and then I never told him <laughs> at all what time of day it was the entire time I just kept telling him to go faster yeah, I can't believe you did that whole thing without well I have the, I have the Garmin on my on my um bike Oh, okay. so I did use that oh you were using so yeah. that that's but I don't have I really don't have anything um, and but I, oh, go. No, you go. I was going to say on the, on the bike, it's new for me. Like power is new for me and, uh, training, going out and doing this ride a, a two weeks ago, gave me some insight into what my outdoor power would be. And, <laughs> and I just sort of stuck to this number. I don't know why I, that number plus like 10 beats. Cause I, I think I was talking to you. I'm like, I think I'm going to go, you know, 180 to 200. I was at 190. I pegged 193, um, normalized power for like the whole ride um but my strategy for the ride was just to go hard like just go hard and again the mantra came in of be relentless like every time i shifted down i thought about be relentless and i shifted back up <laughs> that's so awesome <laughs> yeah every, and it happened a lot and i i get really swollen from the shifting so i may have to look at these digital shifters <laughs> <laughs> but my hand you can see know, how swollen like, it is right there injury, yeah. you got awesome thumb muscles oh, the sunburns, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to post a picture of those thumb muscles. I know, but they're out of shape. He needs to become a massage therapist. <laughs> give me a lot of massage. So what? So to answer Matt's question, yeah. uh, what did you use to gauge your bike effort? I, I gauged effort. You know, I, I had normalized power there, and I probably looked at it, uh, I don't know, like once every hour or so just to make sure things were in check. But really it was like effort. Like, am I going hard? Am I going hard? And what would you say that effort was, scale of 1 to like 10? Like an 8, at and, a scale of 1 to 10. And so you're feeling sensation the whole time. I felt sensation right from the start. And so what did you, did, were there times where you thought, oh, God, how am I going to run with yes. so much? Yeah, so that's another thing that brought <laughs> – I was like, am I going to be able to run? Am I going to be able to run? And yeah. that thought constantly goes – and my habit is to always – I want to I want to come off that bike flying like I love the run like this is the thing I, I, I need to do I love to do and I had to keep coming back and say like this isn't about this race is not about the run yeah today is not about the run today is about pushing on the bike and just seeing what run fitness you have off of that bike yeah yeah, yeah. and it proves this is and when you do that and you risk that a little bit now you know where you stand now you know where you can do the work yeah, yeah. nice yeah. All right, Troy, so you're coming out of the water with uh, the leaders. Yeah, I think it was like seven, five out of the water. Like, nice. And they, 
they were all together again. Like they uh, were, every man jacked. They were they were they were chatting, going up hill, like talking to each other, like good job, man. Like you know, uh, and I was behind like, him, like oh, I, don't have, so I don't have any friends here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and and I never thought about the the so people who her cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cry under the bridge, let them go, and then I'll catch them. Let's yeah. Get him some friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I never thought about the the guys from the uh, who helps you to k take out the wetsuit. Like, yeah. honestly, never crossed my mind. Like, so never. Just up, I just I was running, and then I saw the people, and I just like, like. This is the best. Go. They just yeah. whip that thing right yeah. off you. And they, how you say, like they when they try to pull they out, my, they drive me like. <laughs> you need on, some weight. on the carpet. And I was just like, Shh, like, hey, We're hold laughing. on. Yeah, they're like Too whipping light. you around like a little rag doll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he got punched and then dragged. Okay, <laughs> so good after all. Punched yeah. and dragged, and he's and not even on the yeah. and he's not even on the bike Stripped yet. And dragged. Yeah. So how did your bike go? What was um, your well, strategy for the bike? Um, well, my I I just wanted to really be pushing that well, like uh, like B says, like is uh, for me it was just like. I knew that if I have a really good ride, I will have like a really great run. Cause um, bike it's quite challenging for me. Cause all the people who are a good riders are big guys, you know. So I'm petite, which means it's quite hard for me like be pushing big numbers, especially on a flat course like yeah. this, right? Like you're yeah. a really good climber, I would think. Yeah. Mm. So since I started the ride, I was just like trying to catch people. And that happened in the first downhill. So at the downhill, I was just feeling like really confident and really happy how I was so far in the three first miles of the bike the day going because I started catching like maybe from the T1 till the very end of the downhill, I catch like five guys, different guys. Yeah. Nice. And really big guys. So I was just like, okay, this is a good day because I'm going downhill really fast and I'm catching them. So I th then I didn't see anybody in the front. So I was just like, okay, I'm getting closer to the to the leaders, leaders, because it's not nobody here. Mm -hmm. So I just like keep keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And I was like attacking every single uphill, like pretty much all out, like attack, 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 attack. Because I knew that was like quite of advantage for me if I really get a good gap on those uphills rather than the guys who are not really good climbers. Yeah. So it was like trying to compensate those flats versus my uphills. So I was just like pushing and I was catching more people on the uphills also. So I was just like, and then in the first U-turn, I was just like one, two, three, four. And then I was just like, oh shit, I'm five, five <laughs> overall. Okay, this is good. This is great for me because I know in the run is gonna be interesting. So I was just like, no, don't. And then I start thinking about the run, like in the very first part of the bike. And I was just like, no, 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 no. There's no place for the run yet. It's the bike, it's a long day. So mm -hmm. stay in the bike, stay in the bike, stay in the bike, stay in the bike. It's, I was in the moment, in the moment, in the moment, just uh, paying really much attention on, on the cadence. And that's it. Like I didn't have any, any more plans for the bike. Just trying to be like every single second, like, pushing that that wall like over and over and over, over. so gauging your effort were you using any data for your effort um no no just no. just cadence um just keeping being the... like super carefully with my with my range of my cadence 
uh, my effort for me, like perce perceived effort for me, I was trying to stay in between eight and nine out of, out of 10 on nice. the bike, eight and nine. And eight what and are nine. you trying to keep for a number on cadence? Uh, between 80, 86. Yeah. Nice. That's quite on my race cadence. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to stay in, in that zone. Mm -hmm. And so something happened to you on the bike that could have really thrown you off. You got stung by a bee. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 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 for me, it was like, I feel like the bike, it was quite tricky, I will say, because I had to stop like three or four times on some roads because there wasn't any directions. And I had to ask to the, the police officers who were, were there. And they were, when they saw me just stopping and they, I, then I just asked them, they were like, oh, this way. So I was just <laughs> like, okay. So just like sprinting out from that stop, trying to not get catch from anybody and just mm -hmm. trying to be like, again, on the momentum of the bike, like getting that speed again. So it was like three times that. And then in one turn, there was the same thing. There was a police officer, but he, he wasn't in like covering the turn that we haven't to take. He was on the other side and it was like two turns, like consecutive ones, like one street parallel to the other, to the other one. So I went to the first turn because there wasn't like, it was like for me, like the, the, like what you have to do. And there was a car coming in the front. So I was, just, then I stopped it and I did, did a U-turn and then come to the other one. And, and then the police officer, it's the second one, it's the second one. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> so that, it was like quite tricky for me that because it happens like three times I re that I really remember. And then in the last part of the of the first loop, I got stung by a bee. On, and you're allergic on, to bees. Yeah, I'm really really bad allergic to bees. Um, so okay, so you had all these opportunities to like get pissed, like yeah. come on, the course isn't marked well. Yeah. Uh, now I got stung by a bee. Yeah. <laughs> like how do these things just? How do you roll with them? Well, uh, there's one thing that uh, that she and the philosophy that we have on the team. Uh, we always say that race day is celebration time. It's a it's a day to celebrate all the hard work and everything that you've been working every single day to come together on the same day. So every like we I will say every adversity, it's just get more like you know like that flavor to the to the hard day. You know like there's never a perfect race or perfect day. I don't I wouldn't like. It might be there out there someday, sometime, but it's never easy to get it. So um, when I was like in those kind of situations, I was just like joking with myself, like, oh, come on, Troy, do, 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 the, do the things right. Oh, that was so, so obvious, man. <laughs> it wasn't the first one. Oh, come on. So I was joking with myself, la laughing about it and everything. <laughs> I was telling Elizabeth yesterday that there was like a this old lady uh, watering their, her garden, like in the part of the forest of, their, of the bike. This huge house, beautiful house, and she was gar like watering. And then she, she looks at me and I, and I look at her when I was climbing and I say, hey, that's a really nice place to live. I like your garden. And she was like, I know, right? And I was just like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I was really just like enjoying it. And about the bee, it was just like, when I got stung by the bee, um, I was like, at the first part, I started like panic, like for maybe five minutes or 10 minutes. And I was just like, what's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because I didn't know how I will react at that moment. 
But then after, I was just like, okay, whatever happens, I just let it go. Like, if if I have to stop because I get, like, the the allergy so bad, I will, somebody will help me and I get, like, assistance, medical assistance. And if I stop now, I will be really regretting at the end of the day, like, shit. It was it that it wasn't that bad like how it mm-hmm. ended. So yeah, yeah, so you just kept rolling with it. it, kept taking like another pedal stroke, and yeah. was, okay, I'm still fine. I'm still fine. And same thing with like getting punched in the face on the swim. It's like, all right, I got punched in the face, but I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Like you don't. It's not like we're going for the Oscar out there, right? Like you don't have to make this big dramatic show about yeah. everything that's happening because. And we were talking about this at the awards ceremony. It's all like ener- leakage of your energy. And you need all of that energy for what's coming next, which is the run. Now, let me just make sure I haven't missed anything yet. There's the plan, and then we had another. Oh, yeah. Okay, those are other questions. That will be good afterwards. All right, so, Susanna, back to you. You come off the bike. What was your bike time? 5.51. Nice, dude. I was so stoked to be under six hours. That was killing us because you were 20 beats higher than you should have been. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you would have you would have limited yourself. And yeah. this is what we talk about. People get, we get so attached to our data um, that we can really keep ourselves in the cage and limit ourselves um, when we should be celebrating what's happening. I love that, that strategy of just, like, it's celebration day. You know, that's the mindset. So when you came off the bike... Uh, how were you feeling starting that run? Pretty good. Um, I was so stoked because I had Billy and other friends and my like other ran- like a another family friend that lived in Santa Rosa like happened to get there just in time to see T two and was cheering like mad, and um, so I was just so happy seeing all these people and waving, and um, made sure I got sunscreen. <laughs> Um, and, and I felt great starting to run and I think I was amped to have a really good bike split, which I was, you know, as I was biking, I'm like, I'm not worrying about the run. Like it's a great bike. I'm going to have a great run. And, and I was definitely started off a bit fast, but I felt very smooth and in control and my, and that my heart rate felt, um, very, very much fine. (laughs) Um, and, um, yeah, so starting on was good. You had was, a fast T2. I had a pretty fast T2. Really fast. I'm usually it was like four minutes. Slow it was, I think it was under four minutes. Under three, maybe. I don't know what it was. You were in and out. You remember you yelled mm-hmm. to me going in the tent. You're like, I'll be right out. <laughs> I'll be right back. I was like, I know. Go do it. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Actually, you have to. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> It's so nice. Like, I've never like given just given my bicycle to somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. And then, do you want me to talk about the run? Yeah, let's talk about your run. Okay, running is definitely a big strength for me after swimming, and the run was just so nice. There's a lot of shade. The um, the aid stations were really great, and it was, it was fun because the run had a whole bunch of different. Um, overlaps or out and back so I would see all like friends at all these different points and then there's also points because you're on two sides of the Santa Rosa Creek um, where you're just on your own with people going in the same direction Um, and then you get to like cross the bridges a couple of times Um, that was fun but it was it was mostly pretty flat so I was able to stay like a really even pace and just pretty much be a slow fade which which was fine for me for an Ironman run. Yeah, but you still... What did you run? Like a 330? 
337. Yeah, nice. So do you feel, so you you kind of felt like you had a little bit of a slow fade on the run. Oh, yeah. Definitely that third loop, the last 10K was hurting a lot. And I just, you know, Billy and I had talked about, he's like, you know, a slow shuffle is a lot faster than walking. So I just said, I just have to keep moving forward. And eventually the third loop was getting was getting pretty crowded at the aid stations and so I was just taking like whatever cup of liquid was available (laughs) so that I wouldn't have to slow down too much but I was making sure that I was taking things in and and I think that slowed me down a little bit but I knew that I that I definitely um needed it at that point and just to keep moving forward yeah. So let's just move into a couple other questions that we have, and then I'll, I'll take this through the other guys too. What nutrition did you take in throughout the race? And then I have another question, but let's just deal with that one right now. Like what kind of, and did that change? Because I know you had a you had a sugary drink that you really enjoyed that maybe you weren't planning on having. Uh, yeah. But yeah, tell me about your race nutrition, like start to finish. What was the plan and how were you flexible, if anything? Yeah, sure. Um I, I definitely try to do um, whatever they have on the course. And I had there, there's a new um, like Gatorade line. I hadn't even tried that before, but I was like, I'm not really too worried about it. Um, so I drank the Gatorade that they handed out, which the new Gatorade, it's their more natural flavor. It tasted like orange juice. Yeah. Did you yeah. have that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Tastes like bad really orange juice, but it was... It was fine. <laughs> and then eating-wise, I have, like, a honey stinger waffle every hour. And I start, like, I have one as soon as I get on the bike. And then one at each hour after that. And then I also eat a few bananas throughout the um, throughout the bike ride, too. And those are um, these, uh, like, dried banana with, um, like, a coating of coffee sugar flavor. It's really good. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, that's Fancy. what I practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what I practice with all of my long rides. And it's great because the waffles, I can fit seven of them in my little box on my bike. So I don't have to get anything from my jersey and put in some little banana bites in there too. And so everything is just right there. Um, so I really liked having that. Did you have any stomach issues at all? Any issues like we just not couldn't put anything in or No, I was I was doing fine. I definitely don't think I hydrated enough seeing as I didn't go to the bathroom at all during ten yeah, and a half hours. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a sign. <laughs> what were you taking in yeah. for liquids? Um so pretty much just Gatorade <laughs> um, on the bike and a little bit of water. And then on the run well, tell them about the Gatorade. Oh, there was a little bit of a... I don't want to bash on the the, the volunteers because they're awesome. Yeah, volunteers are great. But the volunteer (laughs) that handed me my first Gatorade at the second aid station, it's those long Gatorade bottles that have the twist-off sipping cap. But you have to to totally untwist the cap and um, take off the seal in order to drink off it. The volunteer handed me... um, a Gatorade that didn't have the seal removed. So I'm, you know, unscrewing it with my mouth to drink some, and I'm like, it's not coming out. I'm like, what? Why is there no Gatorade? And I realized that this, this thing is still sealed. Oh, no. Yeah. That's really bad. And um, I was like, well, and it was just in time for me to, you know, last ditch of 
trash at that aid station. I was like, well, I'm not going to stop and like try to get the seal off and seal it back on. My bike handling is not that great. So I ditched that and uh, I was like, man, like I hope they've, you know, told the volunteers to take off the seals of this thing or else they're going to be handing yeah. sealed Gatorade to people all course. Yeah. <laughs> like next aid station, I was like, all right, well, let's see what this one is. And it was it was unsealed and I could drink and then I didn't have any problems after that. And there's like on the bike course, there's an art to how to pass off those water bottles. Like the best way is to just kind of have your yeah. palm open. Like when they're hanging onto it, it just, cause you're going in there, you know, a pretty good clip. And yeah. then like the impact, yeah. right. Of like trying to grab that bottle. But I've had them, they took the seal off and everything, but they didn't screw the cap on oh. very tight oh. so I went like this and I was just like covered oh, in gross. orange high fructose corn syrup back when there was the old recipe um well let I think that's good and then we're gonna go back through for a final question with everyone beige tell us about the run my man yes finally got to the run and it was and there it was, was another guy that was disguised as you yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, was cheering for him every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was Portuguese. Was he? Was, yeah, yeah. He was so game. Oh, really? same, same kit. It's yeah, not the yeah, first yeah. time. People have dressed up as BJ for Halloween before. People have shaved their legs for me. Yeah. Like, to be yeah. Me. So this is not the first time, but it was the first time in Iron Man. Someone's disguised as you. But the real you, how did that... We don't know yeah, how his was... run went, but... <laughs> How'd it go? The run was a challenge at right from the start. You know, I got out there, my legs were just, my legs were toast. <laughs> and usually when your legs are toast, you can sort of work through it a little bit and, and get into your run, like you get into your run and then like, okay, it's not that bad. And right from the start, it was just a struggle um, to get to get the turnover in the legs without the quads like just screaming at me. So it's a big change in experience from what I just did at the last Ironman where it came off and I felt great for the entire marathon. So, and I expected it. So then well, it was... What was the difference in that bike split? Because I feel like those... Well, It's like a 20-minute bike difference. Like a 20-minute bike mm -hmm. difference. And what was the run difference in your results? Uh, about half an hour. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I just embraced it. You know, it was another... It was another opportunity to learn on the run... Like how my body's performing. Am I gonna give up? And and the, to Susanna's point, like just keep going, just just keep moving forward. And I learned that in Lake Placid, I think two years ago, when it was super super hot. And my goal was just to keep moving on the run, like keep moving on the run. Don't worry about where you're placing, because because you're a good runner, even though you're not running your pace, like you're still moving forward at whatever the pace is. And other people are falling off, so that attrition is just like happening and i felt the same thing today uh yesterday because i felt it was warmer for the people who weren't experienced in 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 pushing the bike too hard just like i did <laughs> um and getting to that run and i just felt if i kept moving i would i would keep increasing places i never saw anybody in my age group until like the very end i kept seeing every age group but you but passed my age people group. because you progressed yeah, I passed a few people. You had the right, I didn't progress. you had the right, the right progression. progression. You had the right progression yeah. throughout from the swim to the... Because yeah. you went like 24 to 18 to 14. Yeah. Yeah. You were so fighting. It didn't, it didn't move too awesome much. To it was, <laughs> you were digging deep. Oh, my God. Did you see him at the end? It was end? so impressive. Yeah, it was It was incredible to watch. I saw him... Uh, I was around one of the corners, and when I saw him come around the corner, I knew I, he was just in the battle, and he was fighting. He was, was totally so cool. in the battle. Yeah. Like, when I saw you come around the corner, like, to, and then you had one more turn to the shoot, like, you came around that corner, I was like... 
It was it was an interesting gate that you had going on. I managed to capture a picture. Interesting gate. Oh. <laughs> I managed to capture a picture of you that looked pretty damn awesome. But I was like, whoa, you were just like running scared. Like you had this center point in your body that was your torso, and then you just had these limbs that were like well, windmills. This is the this <laughs> yeah. Susanna's doing a great impression right now. <laughs> As I but came- I knew like you were hurting, and then I had to yell. To go faster, but well, that's when I, That's the coolest thing yeah. about it, though. Like, though you were hurting and you were in the struggle, like you never gave up on yourself and like caved to that, and, and it was so awesome. We were talking about uh, pain a day before the race, BJ yeah. and I, and I asked him because anytime you're physically active, you start to feel pain. That's the first thing that starts to get to you. Like my knees hurting, my toe, my even my ear. You know, like you start to all of, to have all of these thoughts. And I told him, I always feel so negative about it if I'm like I block them I'm like no I don't have to accept this pain it's bad if I I'm thinking about pain and he told me you shouldn't block those feelings you need to accept them that way you let them go and you'll like flow with it because you're always going to have those feelings don't block them accept them let them go feel them embrace them and just like go yeah, yeah, feel that yeah. sensation. Because yes. if you block it out, it's always going to be there. Exactly. Just well, feel it. it's yeah, yeah it's going to fester, and then it's going to like blow up at some point, mm-hmm. either like in front of in somebody's face, or yes. it's going to come out as like an illness mm-hmm. or an injury or something like that. All that stuff. Believe me, I was a festering queen. I used to let <laughs> everything fester, and then I was like, "Psycho girl." So it's so much better just to be like, like, like what Susanna was doing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I'm experiencing sensation, and it sounds like such bullshit talk, but it, but, but it's that's what super, it is. Super, it's yeah. really, really powerful. It's very, very powerful to just see like, it. Like the trail, like Troy was talking about. Like people were complaining about the rocks and the oh trails my God, and stuff. I love that. It's just a sensation on your feet. Like if you say it's gonna suck, like this hurts, and it's gonna hurt, and it's gonna mm-hmm. suck. But if you just say, you know, I just got to do this now. Just keep, yeah. just run and just keep moving. Yeah. So you were running scared. We all saw it. I was running scared. And that, and when I finally saw an age grouper, you know, that little bridge we cross over right before I saw you, there's yeah, like a yeah. little bridge and you come around the corner and then you, you go out for the second yeah. lap. That's where I saw two people who were in my age group. And I didn't know if they were on their second nice. lap. <laughs> that. And that's when I was running. I was just like, I'm that. just going to run. Like, I'm going to cruise past I don't know, them. Scared's the right word, though. Man. Yeah. No, like, I think, yeah, I think like, you're right, Billy. It's, it's, it's not. It was just, um, I, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know if, if I describe it as scared. It was like, you were just you were running in the zone, through dude. it. Like, yeah. You were like, yeah, it was cool to see. It was. You were sitting in the hurt and, just, the and hurt, still yeah. getting but it done. You weren't faltering at all. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to elaborate more. You know, I was, I went out and ran on the course this morning and I saw on, I, I, it's just sticking with me. And I saw on the, on the path, somebody had written, <laughs> and now that I think of it, it might actually have been like the electric company, but it said loose electricity. Now I think about it, maybe it was like, <laughs> but the way it in, I interpreted it was like, oh my God, this is kind of like what I talk about with like this powerful calm. It's like just staying loose and like you've got so much electricity in your body and so many like nerves that are firing and yeah. all of the shit that's going down. And can you just stay kind of loose around all of that? Mm-hmm. And I feel so, yeah, I don't know if that was the electric so, company or somebody, <laughs> or if there's they some other, company. there's some <laughs> other mindful person out there that had just different words for what I call like that powerful calm which is really I think what you were what you were showing so um what did your nutrition look like uh nutrition is pretty start, start to beginning start pretty, to end. pretty standard you know I 
before the swim, I had a banana. And then on the bike, it's pretty much Amrita bars the, the whole way, um, every hour, and then supplement ba bananas on the half hour. And then this time I threw in a nice chocolate coconut goo. Oh, that one is so good. So. You had, oh, Troy had one of those too. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. They are. Is it the goo brand? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Chocolate coconut. And there's another one, salted watermelon, yeah. that I actually really like. It's really good. I take so few gels now that they're actually kind of like a treat. It was a treat. I had it at mile 70, 75. Yeah. We started the loops. I mean, it's no like cacao 80. hazelnut frosting that's coming yeah. out in our cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> little little plug for the cookbook promo. <laughs> but it is pretty good, so you they can get some of that. indeed. Like, Troy always, when he's setting up his things, he tells me to help him, right? To fill his bottles with the gels and stuff. And I, it's always like a treat for me. I'm like, yay, because I get to fill the bottles and then I'm like licking them and sitting. Like, okay, this is good. She okay, you like, should have this. This, like, this, <laughs> this flavor is really good. She, she just put it in a bar and then she's yeah. like, um, not, not that good. This is, <laughs> this is good. So, so, not good. She's like your official taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. The game Perfect. I play is I try to have a, um, a variety of, of the waffle flavors. Mm -hmm. And so, when I take one out, I try to think like, oh, which flavor was this one? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I think it was like the caramel one. And I pull the next one out. I'm like, no, this is the caramel. Maybe the other one was coffee. That's good. You're giving your mind something to do. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. It's like you include your mind in, in the program. It's like, okay, mind, let's have a little game here so that you're not festering on the sensation that I'm feeling in my neck. All right, so that's how your bike went down, nutrition, what you do on the run. Because run is you have been just doing Coke. Yeah. Oh, we forget to talk about your Coke. Susanna <laughs> took some Coke and loved it. Yeah, I had mad soda. It might be the only years. reason she does another Ironman. Because she <laughs> hasn't had... Because you have, have Coke again. <laughs> yeah, so what did you do on the run, Beach? Coke. Coke again. Coke. The whole time? I had Coke almost every aid station. Did you take a banana out of T2? I did, and then I chucked it because I didn't eat it by mile two <laughs> because I just wasn't feeling like the banana. Yeah. Again, flexibility. So you're, you're <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Wait, you carried a banana yes. for two miles? Yep, because I thought I was going to have it. Dude, that's, that's sticking. Wait. That's sticking with it. And then mile three, I grabbed the banana and started eating it because I felt like that was the time to eat it. <laughs> or it was just the right banana. It was the right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could have been the right Pulling banana. Pulling a banana for two miles, it would be mushy and warm. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. It wasn't very <laughs> sharp. Is that the banana body. that was on the counter? Oh, no, because you checked it. Yeah, you had yeah, a yeah. black banana on the counter this morning. Clark, ha Clark had it for breakfast. <laughs> and then I had, uh, I had uh, orange wedges every, like, six or eight miles. Like, just that flavor hmm. in the mouth just really, like, flushes things out. And then I actually tried base salt. Or not tried base salt. I had it tried it in Louisville, um, but I had base salt, and I don't think I had anything else. It was really just cola. Cola's you, been the go go to. How do you think your you did on nutrition? Would you have changed it at all? No. Do you regret chugging that banana? No. <laughs> <laughs> and no. what do you oh, what do you drink on the bike? Oh, scratch. Are you scratch? So yeah. So my. I mean, I, I in the past I have used Gatorade, and I'll probably investigate the new, the new flavor. But the other one was getting to me, so um, I use Scratch. I have three bottles on my bike to start, and then three bottles in special needs, and I pick those up. And so I have six bottles, and then I supplement with water. And every aid, every aid station on the bike, I would pour water over my head. That was key because even if it's not that hot, yeah. you still need to cool yourself off. 
I have a follow-up yeah, question. Yeah. How do you ha- handle um, stopping in special needs? Is it? Is it? You, I stop you, the bike. Yeah. Fully get up. Get off. Get gotcha. one foot out. Get what I need. I, I really have limited stuff in special needs bags. It was like the three bottles gotcha. and some shaman cream. And then, yeah, and then out because you can you can spend some time there. You know, you see the the portageons, and I'm like, oh, I could yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and I hadn't that's it. I hadn't gone it. to the bathroom yet. That's it. And I was like, oh, maybe I should go. But it was about mile eighty. This is cool. About mile eighty on that first loop out, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I hadn't gone yet. Um, usually, about two times on the on the bike is pretty standard, and I had this new kit, and I leaned over to the side. I kept trying to find spots where I could like go to the bathroom like while riding but this time i was just like i just gotta go so i went in my pants as you should do and the way that this kit is designed it kind of like came the stream kind of came right out so it didn't like get on my bike gear it didn't get on my it was like awesome it was like a perfect spot yeah didn't have to wash off too much no no i could sip my water bottles so it's penis friendly it was penis friendly (laughs) (laughs) penis friendly kit Gotta love a PFK. Yeah. Gotta love a PFK. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. So uh, that was that was the Kiwami. The P-friendly ku- kit. The Kiwami P-friendly kit. So you love made it. up spots on the run. I made up, I went from 24 to 18 to 14. So four spots on the run. Awesome. Yeah. Climbing awesome. your way. But that, that those used to be so much wider. Yeah. And now it's yeah. like. That's awesome. That's a yeah. great feeling when you make up spots on the run. Yeah. I've had races go both ways. Yeah. It's like yeah. you just see yourself go further, fade further and further back. And then, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of tend to judge my races on how, mon- how many spots I make up on the run because yeah. that's where you have yeah. to dig the deepest, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Troy, let's move it to you. Let's talk about, what are we even talking about? Oh, the, the run. Is, Did we uh, talk about the run? Yeah, we talked about the run. I've lost. I've lost. Um, what's that? Ah, uh, my nutrition. Yeah, your nutrition. Okay. Um, and the run. And the run. Yeah, I, and the run. Well, uh, before the stream, I just got a, a good gel before. Uh, no caffeine for me because otherwise I start like feeling like anxiety in the swimming whenever mm-hmm. I drink caffeine before swimming. So just that. And then in the bike, I just have my... Like this time I tried like some kind of different thing. Uh... No baby food. C- c- no, no baby food. <laughs> no baby food. <laughs> no, it was like part of a different. It was a. I'm, I'm, I'm an old man now. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a kind of different thing because uh, I didn't want it to stop on the special needs because uh, sometimes I feel like like we say it's like you stop for a long time. So this time I just put like gel like in my aero drink all my gels for two and a half hours around it on the bottle and then two and a half hours in the other bottle and just one electrolyte on the back bike. So three bottles on the bike and that was it. So every 20, 15 minutes or whenever I feel like I wanted to eat or start thinking negative stuff or whatever or struggling, I just eat, well, drink on the aero drink and just filling up with the other bottle. So. So you, so you don't have to deal with, this is really smart. Like you don't have to deal with packaging or anything like Nothing. that. All your gels are already pre-taste tested. You have the straw and it's just like 
Sip, 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 sip. Yep. You don't even How move. often do you do that? Uh, every 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I get a sip uh, from the eight of drink. And whenever I see that it's going like way too low, yes. the the level of the the drink that I have mm-hmm. in, I, I just refill it with the other bottle that I have on the frame on the bike. Okay. So, well, that's what I did. But now I'm start, uh, like I was thinking yesterday maybe... In the run, like in the second loop, I started to have like some like empty stomach feeling. So maybe I will add to that like something solid to the last part of the run, of the bike just to compensate that that empty feeling. Because yeah. I can be feel it like all day by gels. Like that's not a trouble for me. I, I've been finding like really friendly these new goo gels. Like we were saying like these little tastes really good and it's not that I don't feel like it's that aggressive to your stomach. Yeah, I, I like, I like goo. Yeah. So that was for the bike. Um, uh, what I found, it's the, this new flavor or new formula or whatever it says, the Gatorade one. It's a really good one because always I have like some issues on my stomach whenever I start drinking, like over drinking Gatorade. And this time I was like quite of afraid on the last part of the bike because I was getting out of electrolytes on my last bottle that I had. So this time I was just like, oh, well, this, that, this is what we have. So let's just drink it. Otherwise, we'll be worse. So I started drinking it and it was like any trouble at all. So I didn't feel like anything bad on my stomach. I did the same like in, in every single aid station, water, water, like even like two water bottles, like just one in my kit like spread it all around like and the other one just like all around inside my kit and everything just throw it to the trash can and just keep going like every single like like you said it wasn't feeling that hot but i didn't want it to get to that point so you have to start cooling off on the bike yeah yeah, you have to start cooling off before you're hot yeah yeah i did it like pretty much on the last part of the bike yeah because in the first part i was just like trying to be like breaking apart from the back who was behind us. And then what did you take in for the run? Um, for the run, I took like, I think it was like eight gels, uh, like with me. Uh, and I was t- taking one, one A station, one gel, and the other one just water and ice. The one uh, gel, the other one just water and ice. So you so take in a good amount of calories yeah. on the run. Well, you in, yeah. And I think it's reflective of the, the effort that you're putting out. Yeah, is. it was quite uh, interesting on the run because the first part of the run, I was coming out of T2 and I think I was fourth uh, starting the running. But then this guy from the timing came to me and he was running beside me and telling me like, hey man, you are fourth, uh, fourth guy out of the run uh, for running, but you are actually the third guy because on the timing for the Rolling Stars, you are the third guy. And the leader is seven minutes ahead of you. Yeah, the leader had a, he had a big, he had a lead the whole, yes. the whole time. So he had, he, he says, but, but he was nine minutes on the bike yeah. first. So when he was running, he was he quite of slow zones for the first part. That's where I just got like a, a shorter gap. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but the second place, it's just one minute from you. So then I just decided like, this is like, it's now the time to just see as hard as I can, as far as I can. Just like 
not even thinking to slow down. So I just went for it like all out, not all out, but a good pace. That I what would you say your call. effort was? Ten. <laughs> so yeah. maybe all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, for me, all out is just like when you cannot breathe and you cannot just yeah, do anything yeah, yeah. and not even yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly. I was just like 10 maybe or 9.8. And how, clo- <laughs> how soon is it that you... Because when we first saw you, I think coming back from the first loop, mm-hmm. you were in third. And then when you came back to start the third loop, you were in second. Well, pretty much I was hunting that guy, honestly. <laughs> uh, I was just like trying to play smart, hard and smart at the same time because I was looking at him. Like I was looking, I saw, I never saw the first place till the second loop, the first place overall. So when I saw the, I passed the, the fourth guy, well, the third guy, I passed him like not even in the first mile, like in before that, in the turn, I passed him there. And he was just like start walking over there. So mm. I was just like, this is good. The, like that fires me up. Like in that moment, I was just like checkpoint. Okay, keep going. So <laughs> I keep pushing. And then uh, there was a bunch of guys crossing that one bridge. And one of them, he was like, come on, man, come on. The, the, these guys are like, I don't, I don't really remember the timing or whatever. He was like really, really cheering up, and he says like, "Those you, you, you look way stronger than them. Go catch them, go catch them." And I was just like, "Okay, I got this." So I was just like, "Oh, go, go!" But then in the second mile, I started like struggling so bad. Like I was like in my mind, I was just like that little bad voice in your head that was saying like, "Stop, stop, 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 stop!" Like getting out of breath slowly and really ha- hard to catch my pace that I knew that I have to be like I re- I feel really comfortable on the running always like my running technique I find it like pretty natural now that I've been working but then I was just like really hard to get everything on the same thing so I was just like Jesus this is not good it's not even two miles so how did you come out of that I was just like staying at the at that moment, like staying in the moment, in the moment, in the moment, like trying to not think on that thing. Um, then I saw a guy with with their with his dogs, and I was just like looking at them, trying to make fun of them, like <laughs> "Hey, buddies!" And I was just like trying to keep busy my mind and stop thinking about that I was struggling at that moment. Yeah, so uh, redirecting your awareness. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then at the last part, I saw this guy that. It was pretty funny because he was looking back, like looking backward and I was hiding to him like into the other side and then he doesn't see me and then I was to the other side. So he was... <laughs> Troy's like behind him. Oh my God. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he, he was playing. He was, I was playing on that. He was like maybe... He's like, I swear there's somebody right there. Where is he? I, I hear something, but he's not here. Like, where is he? It was like True four times. I know, yeah. it really is. Well, Jess and I were watching, and we were, like, excited, but we were nervous. And I was really nervous, and I was telling Jess, like, it's just one minute. Like, he, he's right there. I don't know if Troy is thinking, like, when should I pass him? When should I go? Because he's going to attack or something. You've mentioned that yeah. before to me. Yeah, I was just and aware of that. Jess, just, you turned to see me, and you were, like, so calm, and you told me, like, wait, like, would you rather chase or be chased? And I was like... Chase. Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. we didn't know what your answer would be. Yeah, I I was just, like, trying to catch this guy, and then when I saw him, that he... Whenever I saw somebody looks backward, I know that I'm 
one step ahead of that whoever it is They're like because that's like mm -hmm. body language that you know that you are just worried about what is behind and not Don't what is back. at the front and he was looking back like Don't yeah look back. he, he looked look back, back like three times consecutive times and i was just like not here not here not <laughs> here not here but i was struggling at the same same time so i was pretty much like taking that energy yeah. from him like pulling myself to like closer but you don't show that struggle too yeah i was just trying to just well, like no and that's <laughs> that's something i said to you to you guys this morning i try you race very much like craig alexander who i know is like one <laughs> of your oh, mentors one of your idols that, that was one thing i saw about craig when he raced and what i saw with you yesterday like up close and personal you are just completely expressionless and you are just so stealth you're mm -hmm. just so so <laughs> strong and mm -hmm. like it, it didn't you looked you looked completely unshakable yeah and that <laughs> is so important for like if i was that guy turning around and like even though he never saw you maybe you might want to let them see you because you are just you look so unshakable. It's stone cold. Yeah, like yeah. that guy might have just. It's the reflective glasses and the flat brim, <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got these mirror glasses <laughs> and like yeah, this flat brimmed hat, and you're just you're a total machine. He was yeah. talking to the guys the, early this morning, and they told him. They like, told me that. Like we saw you. We know you were there, and we were like kind of scared right yeah the first guy told me <laughs> the first guy told me that i never i was just waiting for the moment to break through like when whatever happens but i knew you will be coming like because we crossed two times the first the first mm -hmm. overall guy and uh, and i we crossed two times exactly in the same time in different laps the first and the second lap we crossed in the same point and we look both well I saw him, he was looking at me and I was just like, I'm, I'm acting like you are not here. So I was just like focusing here, like five minutes ahead. And I was, and then I saw him that he saw me. So I was just like, that's one point to me because you are worried, like that you are showing me that you are worried. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, I take that to, to my checkpoint. So I was just like, okay, <laughs> that's good. But then we, the second lap, I saw that he, that we were in the same point. So well, I started thinking like, should this guy it's same pace that i'm keeping the same pace let's see what happened in the third lap so we were and he stopped it also when i stopped it he told me like i stopped i think he stopped on the same aid station that i stopped because i need to stop because the guys on the the volunteers it was like so many people in there so I had to go take the stuff by myself and just keep going. So yeah, it was. So when did you finally make the pass on the second guy though? That was going into your second loop. Yeah, starting the second loop, I passed him. Like uh, when we got into the U-turn to mm -hmm. start the second loop, in that part I just take like the, that U-turn, like sprint it all out. And when I sprinted all out, he, this guy was just like like he clapped and he said like good job, man. And then I honestly, I said I, 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 I wasn't going to replay anything because I was just like trying to just keep like all the energy with me. But I, then I say I just like give him a hand and say, like, keep it up. So I just keep up, keep, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. And then when I did the U-turn to start the going under the bridge, mm -hmm. I saw that he was not that close. So he didn't try to keep Stick the pace with, with me. Yeah. So I, I was just like, OK, OK, now let's handle it because and that second loop i think that was pretty much my gas because i knew that guy was there 
So I was just like pushing. And that second loop for me was the best part of the run. Like I felt absolutely great and in control all the way. Nice. Like no problem. Th that's when I saw you actually. And we were laughing yeah. when, I, when we crossed. So <laughs> yeah, that, that second loop, it was amazing. But the third loop, I was just like struggling like so bad. The hot people, like you have to be like chasing people yeah. around. And it was pretty. It's tight. The yeah. courses, yeah. the bike course, I mean, the and run the course run is, is as tight. As a participant to see where you were. Yeah. Like to kind because of, that out and back is probably pretty convenient to be like, oh, how's he looking? Like, yeah. In the corner, how's he looking? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, is he going to show anything? Like, what's it like? So yeah. that's, uh, that's cool. Yeah. And I saw the people that they were trying to catch me. And when I crossed them, they were like, Jesus, like, like mad on the moment that I, I was just ahead and ahead and ahead. So I was just like, that was like my motivation at that moment, like saying like, okay, it's going great. Let's, mm -hmm. let's see how far this goes. Like there's nothing sure I think out there any moment. No, no, you're going to constantly push. All right. And so that leads us into our final questions because, uh, you guys all want to get to a winery. So, and we had to catch, we had to catch you before the winery and not <laughs> after the winery. What are you going to say, Bailey? It was, it was watching, watching you guys was I, I, bringing the spectator part of the game for the other three of us, yeah. like watching was just insane because all of you guys were dumping it all out on the run. I know. Like, all three like, of you so, were such a joy to watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta um, brag about my girlfriend for two seconds. She came off the bike 20 minutes behind. She came off the bike and started the run in sixth place, 20 minutes behind the leader. And every single split, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Every single split, she's like moving up, moving up, moving up, and I'm starting to do the math, and like I'm, I'm getting like jittery for her, and uh, uh, yeah, she ended up making up, I don't know, whatever it was, 18 minutes oh of God. that you 20 never, minutes. You never told me what place I was in either. I had no idea. No idea. Well, I didn't want to shake. You had such. <laughs> you were the same way because I can tell you're in the zone. When the hat brim gets lower and lower and lower. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's the level of hat brim is the focus level. So the lower it gets, the more, she, more she's in the zone. That's Wh Whenever term. you see it, like, backwards, it's serious. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Boom. I love it. So just on the edge of the seat, spectating, and, and Jess and I, you, you, we, were, we were texting, and we were at different points of the course, and... And I would text you a picture of BJ coming up, like, oh, he's looking strong, keep it up. And then, like, five minutes later, I get a picture message from Sue, like, of, of, of Sue's coming up. I got, a so, like, I got a great picture of you, like, throwing up the high five. That was on the, the best run. picture. Isn't that, that was awesome? awesome. Yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. She always looks so happy. I know. So <laughs> yeah. I know. Not a, yeah. so, strong, <laughs> so strong. So happy. She was like, like she was cruising. She enjoying was. It. She That's was cruising. So cool. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to watch all of you guys race. Um, so. Susanna, here's the final question, round of final questions. Okay. The lightning round. Uh, what was the most, and, and don't think too hard about this, just what's the first thing that comes to your mind? What was the most challenging part of your day, and how did you get through it? Oh, definitely those last six miles of the run when I really started to hurt, and it felt like every part of my body was starting to ache, and just staying moving forward and me like I can't stop much at these aid stations I have to keep going because if I stop much I'm gonna stop for longer um yeah just getting through those those last miles and really once you're at mile like 25 it's like 
Okay, then like um, I just got to get to twenty five, and then it's my left, and that's fine. But it was like that twenty to twenty five uh, that were yeah. really really so tough. So how did you do it though? How did you do it? What like go back to a moment? Yeah. How did you do it? Um. I just said like I have to keep moving forward, and I'm gonna chew on ice because it tastes so great, <laughs> and Coke. Um. And just and and having you guys look forward to see at the different points in the course, and and friends that I would see on the on the Alton backs too, uh, looking forward, just thinking about those little things and and like getting myself distracted. There was a guy like you know pretending to be naked with a sign yeah. in front of him. <laughs> And um, I was pissed yeah. when I saw that. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I got mad when I saw him and he was laughing. I was just like, "What are you laughing at? I'm strolling so bad in here." Yeah. Like, no, that's normal. Yeah. She liked a guy pretending to be naked. You, you don't. <laughs> Funny. Um, yeah, just to keep pushing, and I was, and I was, but and I knew it hurt so much, but I knew I was so excited at the same time because I knew I was gonna smash my goal of beating 11 hours, and I was like, I got plenty of time, like I'm gonna get there, and I'm just gonna like finish this. And what was your final time? 10:36. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. And she landed herself second place in her age yeah. group, 25 to 29. Yep. Nice. 29. That's amazing. Beige, what was the most challenging part and how'd you get through it, babe? Most challenging was the first six miles of the run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I knew I was in for a world of hurt. <laughs> Those first six miles and, it, and it, the, the biggest challenge was not going ahead to think like all the other miles I have to run. It was like be in this, like all I have to worry about is getting to mile one. And then all I need to worry about is to get to mile two. Yeah. And then I just started ticking these off. Like, all I need to see is mile three. And at the half, yeah, earlier this year, they didn't have mile markers at every at every oh. mile. So he was going to get lost. Like, my mind, he was like, are you playing with my mind or what are There was some doing? missing here. Like, there was some yeah. missing. Yeah. <laughs> at least, they were never lined up with my watch. No, they, no they, not at all. But that was the, that was the cha- most challenging thing. Like I knew I put put myself in a world of hurt, and so there were two things. It was going. It was keeping my mind present because going back to the past of like why did I go so hard on the bike to set, now I'm going to pay for it. For, and also look at how many miles I have to go and struggle through all of this pain in my my legs and my, or the swirly sensation mm-hmm. in my legs. But it, it was it, again back to I'm dropping myself in these experiences to truly have the feeling of what it's like i can talk all day about you know yeah sure you're gonna get to the run it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt bad or i went out and ran a hard run in training and this is how it's gonna be on race day like i did all the work that's not how it is you need to put yourself in these experiences i feel to truly truly embrace what where you are physically and mentally you and and i think i learned a lot on that run yeah so that's um that's actually a um, a question from Liz, our athlete Liz. And I'm going to ask this next one to you and Troy because you guys have done Ironman before. But also, Kath wanted to know, Kath Tries wanted to know um, what you felt went well. So we talked about what went challenging, but what did you feel like went well yesterday? What went well? Oh, uh, my, I, I think my commitment to just, my commitment to giving it a go. Like, get out there and race. 
What did you take from that? You said something yesterday that I loved. Remember it. Remember. Oh boy, yes. <laughs> you always do this, do this all the time. All the time. So they, we have I, these I conversations, and she cuts them out all the time. But this is. I don't cut them out all the what time. What is it? You said you you removed the doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. So this, so you can constantly think about like, what if, what if, what if. But what I've done is just put myself out there to feel it, and now I know. Now I know for a fact that this is the bike that an effort that I can do and this is the time now let's get to work and and stop chopping away nice and then Mark who was our uh podcast um from the Ironman Louisville roundtable smackdown yeah he wants to know uh what was the change in your race plan from previous races and did it work better or worse that was the change my other strategy is to take out the swim moderate conservative on the bike and hammer the run and that works well, but it doesn't get me the results that I need. So obviously things need to change. So yes, Mark, it my plan did change for this race and it will change for the next two races. And it was for the better. Absolutely. How's it going to change for the next two? Are you going to do the same thing? No, I'm going to... Well, I'm making changes based off of this race. So then but the, the strategy, but the strategy the will stay the same. I'm still going to go hard. You better believe it, Will. Yeah. You better believe it. Yeah. Okay, Troy, <laughs> what was the most challenging part of your day? It's a hard question. Uh, I think the last mile, like the 25 to the finish line. Where Susanna was just cruising in. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, so my God. Was, like, funny. Everybody's got something different. Yeah. 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 Well, like, no, but, like, the, the mile from the start to the third mile, it was, like, really challenging for me for the for, for the same time that B is saying. Like, it was... Like, I was thinking, like, how many miles I have to go and just, like, really wondering on these, these sounds of my, in my mind that saying stop, 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 stop. And then in the last part, uh, in the last mile, I was just, like, really just wanted to get it done. Like, like really wanted it enough. And then I was just looking up and, like, starting even to lose technique on the run. So I was just, like, putting my head up and then looking what was ahead at, the, at that moment instead of being like here in 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 the moment what it was happening so it was really challenging that part for me because my legs were pretty much flexing like i couldn't like really run like good so and so do you feel like you kind of lost your mind a little bit there and you were like in the future a little bit in the first That's... part of the, of no, the run? no in that last mile Oh no! In okay. that in that last part of the mile, it was just challenging, like physically oh, and mentally. Physically. Okay. Because I was just struggling, like my legs were flexing, and I was just like feeling like I was just slowing down, and like every single step, yeah, every single step, it was just like heavier, 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 heavier. Even that, I was thinking, trying to stay positive and just like yeah. Really what was going on in your head? What were you doing? How were you medicating it? through your mind at that moment i was just thinking to to go through the finish line and i i was just saying like okay if, if you want to stop you have to go to the finish line like you have to finish this to stop like you that's the only th that thing that you want now so just go to the finish line mm -hmm. go to the finish go 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 and then people start yelling and you like really cheering mm -hmm. up so it was like when you start going to the finish line that was just like energy and everything. So I was just like, ah, oh, yes, it's yeah. done. So. Which is nice because there's not too many people finishing when yeah. you're second overall. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah. And so I'm going to give Mark's question to you as well. Like how did, did you change your race plan um, based on like uh, in comparison to other Ironmans that you've done and how did it work for you? 
Because you had a pretty big PR yesterday, too. Yeah, I had a PR on... Well, I didn't... I feel like I didn't change that much my my plan for the race. Um, the only thing that we changed, like, Siri and I, it was part of the mental game. Uh, about, like, really present in the moment. Uh, repeating and repeating so many different, like, quite of mantras. Um, being in control, in control, and really being like completely confident of the decisions that we were doing, of or, or the thing that we were doing. And the only thing that I add to that part, it was like a lot of joy at every single moment. Like a lot of, like I said, like making jokes of bad decisions that I was made it at the moment, uh, laughing of myself at some moments. Um, I was joking at some part of the roads that it was the road it was worse than the Mexican streets. And so. I want to add something. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So yeah. I want to add something. It's the first time that he at night he was just telling me like I was enjoying the views. Like I was climbing but I was looking at the vineyards. I was like feeling the air. I was doing this, I was doing that. And then it's the first time that I see him cross the line and just like slowing down and giving high fives to everyone and just like laughing and like he was really enjoying everything around yeah. him and that finish line for like to watch you like that yeah. it felt amazing he was happy mm-hmm. he was happy yeah it's the only thing that i will say that i change mm-hmm. it's more about like the the things yeah the surrounding and not just about like how fast you can go you know and mm-hmm. how did that work for you pretty good yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, one of them. It, it was quite fine. Yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, this idea of bringing joy into it is so, so important. And that's one of the mantras that my meditation teacher has given me, like in times in a race, even in life, when when it's just things are going down, you know, or I'm in a lot of sensation or, or life is really tough, I'll just think the word joy in my head over and over and over again and it's like if you can if that's where you're focusing your awareness it's not going to get any worse like you might be in the just the muck and the thick of it all but if you can just keep your mind on joy even just that word you know it's like the universe is listening Mm -hmm. and um and we're all out here doing this to to learn about ourselves and to chase our dreams and to reach our goals. And I think all three of you are amazing. PJ, we didn't get... You, Troy, you did a 901... 52. 901. 52. Oh, my God. That's insane. <laughs> Second overall. <laughs> first in his age group. Going to Kona. Beach, what was your final time? 1044. 1044. 14th in your age group. Highest you've placed in your age group before. And um, and the Kona slots rolled down to six, so you're getting there, my friend. Um, closer. You've got another. Closer. In, closer is that? You've got another <laughs> in eight more. weeks. It's right there. A couple more. more. I know it's right there. Uh, so BJ's got Wisconsin in eight weeks, and then Ironman Arizona eight weeks later. Troy, what do you have coming up? Anything? Uh, I'm I'm going to Chattanooga and then Kona. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Aloha. That plan yeah. just happened this week. You going to Elizabeth? Yes. 
I don't, this year, I don't know. I went with him last year. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. We'll see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. That's okay. We just got to, well, he's going to turn pro anyway. Yeah. He's going to, yeah, he's not even going to, he's going to turn pro and then he's going to be world champion. So it's going to be amazing. Susanna, what do you have coming up? Anything? Um, Besides the winery? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in, last fall, I, on a whim, entered Billy and I into the Berlin Marathon Lottery, and we got in. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go push that. And I'll, I don't know, now that's it's a flat marathon, so maybe I'll push it on that. I haven't thought about it too much. Cool. Um, maybe a couple little tries in between. So Awesome. And then you're going Aloha with your man. Oh, yeah. We got that. Yeah, because yeah. Billy qualified in Cozumel. You had to, man. Yeah, yeah. You had to. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys, uh, go I back. I just wanted to yeah. shoot, uh, shoot, Sue's missed it by one slot. I know. Missed it's it by tough as a lady. There were very few women there was only on the course. So tough. Pretty much only, there's maybe two age group, two or three age groups for women that got spots instead of only one yeah there was only one spot and then there was one age group and nobody showed up and they rolled that down to 30 30, or 34 so you just got to get older and you'll be good (laughs) (laughs) it's not that bad getting older is good yeah i love it all right so that's a wrap post race roundtable smackdown here at iron man santa rosa it's a square, square table, table yeah. but they can't Smackdown. see that, Troy. It's the square table smackdown. That actually sounds even better. So thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. If you like the show, share it with your friends. We're getting 100 reviews on iTunes by the end of August, so go to iTunes. Yes, Susanna, go to iTunes right today and leave your review. Um, Billy, you've already left us a review. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got two right there. You leave us a review. <laughs> it's totally reasonable goal, so we're going for it. Help us reach it. We appreciate Appreciate every single one of you, and we are in deep, deep thanks of the support. So, signing off from Santa Rosa, California, we got to send these guys off to the winery and give them our phone numbers because they'll probably be calling us to pick them up later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. Say that.